everyone. Welcome to our second podcast of off-campus chats. Today we're doing a Halloween-themed student panel, and we're just gonna like go around and ask some questions from each student about like living in their neighborhood and like what they like and dislike. And we're gonna start with introductions. So I'll start. I'm Emma. I'm a CA with off-campus housing and support services, and I live in Mission Hill. Um, I'll go next. I am Sally. I I'm also a CA with the off-campus housing department, and I live in Fenway, and I today am a frat bro. <laughs> I guess I can introduce my, uh, myself. My name is Yasser Aponte, everyone. I'm also a CA for off-campus housing, and I live in the Dorchester neighborhood. Uh, today for Halloween, we're uh, Big Poppy from uh, the Red Sox. I guess I'll go next. Uh, hi guys, uh, my name is Luca. Um, I am one of the student panelists. Uh, I live in sort of the border between Roxbury and uh, like Northeastern's ca uh, campus. So I'm, I'm close by, but I'm still technically Roxbury. Uh, and if you, <laughs> if you don't know what I am, uh, all I gotta say is uh, I was doing tasks in electrical and red is looking sus right now. So that's it. <laughs> Uh, purple from among us. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Can y'all hear me, by the way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're good. I'm uh, Tristan Thomas. I'm a fourth slash fifth year. Uh, I live here in uh, Jamaica Plain. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are all of our student panelists. Um, so yeah, let's get started. So our first question is, what made you choose to live where you are now? And this is for everyone. Oh, oh. You want to go, Chad? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so me and my roommates had been searching mostly around campus because before COVID, we thought it would be really um, useful to live close to our classes because my roommates especially did not want to make the walk um, from, let's say, the hill to school. So I feel like location was a priority when we were searching. And then also this was like one of the only places at the time that had a five that was um, close enough to campus because just due to financial reasons, we started our search late, which ended up working out perfectly fine. Like I know apartments in Boston go super quick, but it ended up working out. And um, yeah, so it's been chill besides like the geese and stuff it's, it's like it's not it's not the most fun but other than that yeah um so definitely one of the big uh reasons my roommates and i decided to move off campus uh was, it's it's kind of like non-traditional but basically uh there so i play uh, club volleyball and uh, my freshman year there was a group of upperclassmen who had you know, an apartment together, all volleyball guys. Uh, and we'd always go there and, uh, you know, socialize and, and, and hang out, whatever, after practice or after a tournament and stuff. And uh, we kind of wanted to, uh, you know, whatever, when they, when they graduated, so did, you know, their apartment sort of went with them. Um, so my roommates and I decided <laughs> that we would want to sort of continue that tradition and kind of be the house that, uh, that everybody hangs out with, uh, that everybody hangs out at. Um, and, you know, one of the nice things about being off campus is that you don't have to uh, sign people in. Um, so obviously pre-COVID, uh, we, you know, we were kind of that house, that just the place where everybody went uh, just, to, just to hang out uh, and, uh, yeah, just be with the boys. 
Well, what made me go to uh, choose Dorchester to live at is actually, I'm from Boston. I migrated here from Puerto Rico, and uh, my mother was part of Section 8, which is <clears throat> subsidized housing. And uh, the late, great Mayor Menino, the old mayor of Boston, he does a, uh, a lottery, a housing lottery every year for Section 8 uh, residents, uh, people that get Section 8 vouchers to win housing. Uh, you know, be able to become homeowners in a sense. And then so we won our house, a triple decker, uh, an apartment with of three stories here in Dorchester, where we've been, you know, since I was about 10 years old now. Uh, so for a good about 15, 14 years, and uh, it's been really nice. So I, I didn't really get to uh, choose where I li live. They choose it for me, but I'm happy uh, where I'm at. Um, so I came out to JP as I, you know, came closer and closer to actually finishing up at Northeastern, uh, just sort of planning ahead, you know, once I'm actually graduated, and I don't have access to on-campus housing. Um, I do work here in Boston. And so to be able to continue to work after finishing classes, I decided to uh, move out here. So that's how I ended up where I am. Awesome. Yeah, those are all really interesting answers. Um, like Sally, I also was like waiting till later in the housing process. I transferred to Northeastern and I don't know, I'm just really bad at planning ahead, I guess. I don't recommend that anyone else is as bad at this as me, but I don't know. I got really lucky. So like this is like the place that was available in my price range. It's only like a mile from Northeastern. Very good overall. Very much lucked out. Um, so the next question is... What's your favorite part about your neighborhood? And then also, what's your least favorite part? You know, I can say uh, my favorite part about Dorchester is definitely the multicultural aspect of the neighborhood. Um, there's a lot of Vietnamese, Black people, white people, Spanish of all types, Dominican, Puerto Rican. Uh, so I really like the uh, cultural diversity that we have. A lot of like local uh, restaurants, small businesses that have to do with multi multicultural oriented products. So it's always fun to, you know, test those things out and expose yourself to to uh, different cultures and ways of life, I guess. Um, least favorite part of, of uh, my neighborhood might be the congestion on the uh, the bus, the buses. So, uh, you know, getting to school every day, getting on the bus or the train. A lot of people are concentrated in, in these bus bus uh, stations or train stations. So that's definitely something I didn't look forward to every day. So for me. Um, I would say I have a couple of favorite things. Uh, first of all, and this is this is kind of uh, specific to me, but um, the parking where I am is basically free, uh, and that's really nice because I you know I have to commute to co-op and I need to park somewhere. Uh, before I would be parking on campus, uh, you know, in the Columbus garage or something, and that would cost literally a thousand dollars throughout the course of my uh, co-op, which is you know obviously not a small amount of money. Um, but what's nice here is that they have two hour parking during, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, like during office hours, as long as my car is at the office, I don't have to worry about getting a ticket. And, uh, yeah, I've basically been able to sort of park my car for free, which is really nice. Um, as far as my least favorite part, uh, my apartment's not super big. Uh, like I said, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's big enough to host a couple of people for sure. Uh, but I've been to places in Mission Hill that are a lot bigger. Um, and to be honest, a little bit cheaper as well. Uh, the fact that I am kind of pretty close to campus, 
uh, means that I guess landlords can can sort of uh, increase rent knowing that you know there's still going to be a demand for it. Uh, whereas again, Mission Hill is a little bit cheaper, a little bit bigger, uh, but still, I think you know the uh, trade-off of being so close to campus and again the free parking is kind of nice. So um, for me, in I live in like the Fenway Symphony side, so it's very close to the shops on Huntington and also like Trader Joe's, like the Peru um, Star Market. So buying groceries is a lot easier because I used to live in DAV, which is the South End side. And I lived in the South End over the summer um, this past couple of months as well. And grocery shopping was a lot more, like a lot farther away, I would say, to get there. Um, so living where I live now in my neighborhood, I definitely think that just like the proximity to um, everything is really nice and getting to be just like a walks away from Dumpling Palace at, you know, the wee hours is just fun. And um, least favorite I would say is probably laundry because um, a lot of apartments in this area, some of them don't even have um, laundry machines washing machines in their apartment building so they have to like carry their stuff to the laundromat which is definitely a downside since I know in Mission Hill like a lot of apartments have in-unit laundry which is super nice and um landlords also can charge like more expensive um laundry so for my apartment it's like three dollars to wash and three to dry when it was half that when I was living on campus and for the people in other neighborhoods sometimes it's free so that's just a downside uh my favorite part of living in Jamaica Plain and particularly where I'm at in Jamaica Plain is that across the street from me <clears throat> excuse me across the street from me is the Arboretum which if you guys haven't been is an awesome place um really able to escape from the city, you know, in the concrete, lots of uh, beautiful flowers during the summer. Uh, I haven't experienced it so much in the winter, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, <clears throat> also, I like that uh, Forest Hills train station is also across the street. So right here on the orange line, it's e easy to get to campus, it's easy to get uh, downtown. Um, least favorite, I would say, is uh, unfortunately the lack of stores around the area. Um, there is like a supermarket, but that usually closes by by 9 p.m. Uh, and there's a few restaurants in the area, but mostly, you know, it's not as much stuff near campus. You know, you're not going to have your 24-7 convenience store and things like that. You know, I have to go a little bit further and luckily I have a car. Um, but if you don't, it can be a little bit isolated. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, those are all really good answers, really good insight into other people's neighborhoods that I wouldn't normally have. My favorite part about where I live is the access to public transportation. I live like right on the green line and also the parks nearby. There's one right by Stop and Shop. That's really nice that I just learned about this year. I've really been living here for like two years without knowing about that. Um, but then my least favorite part is like, it's kind of loud here. Like I live kind of like right on the main road. So like, it's just a lot going on outside sometimes. All right, and the next question is, do you have any fun or wild horror stories about living off campus? Just any story, just nothing too intense, personal, et cetera, to keep it appropriate. Uh, one thing that I actually just uh, remembered is that uh, compared to living uh, on campus is how you handle uh, receiving packages. Like my apartment building does have like a double door before you can get in and then to my door, but both of those doors are locked. 
So if no one's home, the package person has no way of putting it inside the apartment. And so unless they know to go all the way around the back, like through the alley and know which specific door to leave it at, you know, they can just leave really expensive items just out in the middle of the road, which is really anxiety inducing when I was building my PC. Um, so I don't know, it's just something to keep in mind when you're looking at places, little, little details like that. Um, luckily, I haven't had anything stolen. I just wanted to share that. Yeah, kind of just like bounce off of that. That's been a big problem in um, my apartment building of packages getting stolen. My my bike actually just got stolen um, this weekend, unfortunately, from inside the building, which I was very sad about. Um, but I would say like in terms of stolen packages, um, having like like neighbors who you can text like if you're not at home and a package comes in who can like pick up the package for you is helpful or just having your roommates do it as well and also keeping tabs on like when the delivery is being made or rescheduling it so that it'll come when you're home or making it so that you have to sign in order for it to um, be delivered is also really helpful and then I would say another <laughs> some experiences that I've had living off campus um definitely a lot more attention needs is goes to like cleanliness and stuff I live on the first floor and we are like right next to the dumpsters so like mice like bugs like all of that we have to be very cognizant of like keeping the apartment clean just to make sure that nothing comes in and then like um we also had a bed bug scare once I'm pretty sure it was just like it was like an ant, but we, we all of us freaked out and we had to um, call like pest control and stuff and they confirmed it was fine and they just like deep cleaned everything for us, which was very nice of them. I guess to piggyback, uh, piggyback off that, Chad, um, really something fun about the Dorchester community is, <clears throat> like you said, you should know your neighbors. Unfortunately, after 10, 15 years of living here, I know my no neighbors very well. And just some fun stories are just like the summer block parties, the winter um, snowball fights, you know, playing by the hydrant, the cookouts that we have, uh, you know, within our communities and neighbors, you know, it's, it's really a, a, a tethered network. And, and I really appreciate the relationships I have with each one of my neighbors um, to the extent that like we even know the the local panhandlers that you know dance at certain lights you know and, and you know we obviously help them out and give them food or we know the you know the people that work at the grocery stores or the local fast food chains and whatnot so it's just really nice uh and always fun to know your neighbors and and know who who lives around you just for that security in a sense as well as for like good experiences i have a uh a quick story on sort of like a good and bad thing about my landlord. Is that, is this the right time to, to talk about it? Yeah, that sounds fine. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. Um, so, so this is, the, uh, this is when my roommates and I just moved in. Uh, basically we were, as far as we knew, we were being, uh, we actually didn't get any information about our landlord uh, when we moved in. We thought we were going to do everything through the management company. Uh, including like pay rent and ask for like, you know, maintenance requests and things. Um, so when we first moved in, obviously, you know, we, we filled out our apartment condition statement, all that, you know, checked off all the boxes uh, and we sent it to our, you know, management company. Uh, however, we later learned 
And like, we had to like ask for it, you know, like nobody really told us. Uh, we later learned that our landlord cut ties with that management company because apparently they weren't doing a very good job. Um, they, you know, I guess, you know, they take out, you know, a certain percentage of whatever the rent is that we're supposed to pay them and they're supposed to do their job, but they weren't doing it. So that's like, that's basically like a scam, I guess they were running. Um, so when we found that out, it was like, you know, a month into our tenancy and we obviously still had problems with the apartment as it was when we, when we first found it. Uh, for example, we, uh, the laundry machine didn't work. Um, the stove, like part, part of the stove didn't work. And we actually suspected there was a mouse living in the stove, which was like, that was like, I was not happy about that. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, in the beginning, it was definitely very tough. And I remember I, I, I was thinking to myself like, oh man, you know, why did I even sign up for this, you know? Uh, but luckily we did get in contact with our landlord um, and he has actually been really, really good, uh, you know, from that point forward. Uh, and I've definitely been very happy with my decision to live off campus since then. Um, you know, he got us a new dish, uh, got us a new washing machine, got us a brand new stove, um, you know, took care of the, took care of the rodent problem. So he's been, he's been really good and he's been very responsive too. Uh, so that's, that, that was, you know, we definitely lucked out in that sense. Um, but I guess from the story, my, 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 my advice, if anybody's listening and kind of has a similar, or, you know, is, is, is thinking about living off campus or something is to definitely, definitely get contact info for your landlord, because 99% of the time you're going to be paying them. Uh, and you know, hopefully you're going to be asking for maintenance through them as well. Uh, so if you know who they are and you have a good relationship with them, you know, they're much more likely to sort of take good care of you and roommates. Uh, actually, I remember in the beginning, um, once we finally, you know, got to know him a, a, a little bit better, he would sort of check in with us every once in a while and just like scope out the apartment. And uh, I guess my roommates and I keep it pretty clean because he was like happy about how clean it was. And since then he's like been, uh, you know, like I said, like a really good landlord. And I think it's because he recognizes that we're like responsible tenants. And, uh, you know, like I said, a good relationship kind of goes both ways. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, you know, story about how it started off bad, but uh, it ended up being worth it in the long run. Nice. That is, that's a very happy story at the end. Very much appreciated that insight. Um, yeah, I guess my, my horror story is like I got burgled one time. So make sure you have renter's insurance because my biggest horror story was not having renter's insurance at the time. Make sure to get renter's insurance if you don't have it, if you're concerned about your stuff. Um, but otherwise, like living off campus is really good. That's the first time that's happened in like three years. Don't let my story scare you. Um, so now the next question is about roommates. So this is like, how many roommates do you have? Are you friends with them or are they just like random people? Then like, how do you handle conflict resolution, chore delegation and like other communal stuff? I could go first. Uh, so I share a room uh, with the roommate, and then uh, there's also another set of two people that share a room. Um, so there's four of us total. In terms of chore delegation, uh, if I'm being honest, I probably don't hold up my end of the bargain as much as I should, uh, but, I, but I try my best and I always seek to improve. Uh, thankfully, my roommates are very nice, generous people, and, you know, we keep to our own spaces enough that my messes doesn't necessarily overlap with theirs and theirs overlap with mine. But when it does, 
um, they're nice enough to clean up after me and I, I try to do the same. Um, so no conflicts there, thankfully. Um, but it's nice. Uh, in terms of whether or not uh, we're friends, um, we're not best of friends. There's a little bit of an age difference. They're about, I don't know, eight years older than me, uh, but they're nice enough to cook dinner. You know, sometimes we'll sit around and hang out during the summer barbecue a little bit, but you don't necessarily need to be bestest of friends with your roommates to have a good living situation. I can go next. Um, so I think, I think I might've mentioned this before, but uh, I am living with uh, my volleyball teammates or at least some of them. Uh, so I'd say we're, you know, we're all pretty good friends. Uh, you know, we have similar friends, you know, obviously other volleyball people. And, and uh, so, so we hang out quite often together. Uh, as far as conflict, conflict solution slash chore delegation, uh, I would say this is something that I should probably improve on in the sense where I am very bad with conflict. Um, like, for example, I would say I do about 95% of the chores around the house. Uh, and I would, you know, I've, I've, I've mentioned to my roommates at all, you know, I'd like more help or whatever. But I think the unfortunate reality is that their standard of cleanliness is a little bit lower than mine. So for them, clean is not necessarily what I mean by clean. So what ends up happening is I just sort of, you know, it's it's just it's more it's it's more time effective for me to just do it on my own than to have to badger other people and and make them do what I want them to do. Uh, so I, you know, basically, as it turns out. I end up doing a lot of it by myself, uh, but that's just me. And, uh, you know, I guess if you're looking for some advice out of this, it might be a good idea to establish early some kind of a chore schedule, keep everybody accountable um, and make sure that everybody's on the same page as to what, you know, they mean by clean and, and, and how uh, you guys are going to implement that. Um, kind of just to jump from that, I... Uh, well, for starters, I live with four other girls. Well, one girl, she stayed home for um, this semester, but there's supposed to be five of us right now. There are four and we're all um, friends and we've known, <coughs> sorry, we've known each other for um, three years now. So they were like friends when I came to college, which has been really nice just because we like do things together. Like we'll have um, movie nights, we'll um, go to like well, we recently went to a farm and did a corn maze and um, we like going on drives and stuff like that and going grocery shopping together. So that's been fun, especially during COVID um, when like like the main people that we interact with are ourselves, like our little group since we live with each other already. And um, we're actually watching The Bachelorette tonight, but that's off topic. So um Anyway, in terms of like conflict resolution and just chores and communal stuff, um, since I lived with them last year, we had kind of a different system on campus than we do now, where we just, um, we there was no like formal system or anything. We kind of just did it on our own terms or we would tell each other to if there was an issue, which sometimes did not really work out because a lot of us don't like confrontation and um like things would go unsaid but like feelings would still be there and like we also all knew each other really well so like there was a close friendship there that we didn't want to jeopardize either but then when we moved off campus we were like okay this isn't like exactly working and in order just to like hash things out we might as well make a system so we made it 
like an informal chore chart where every week like we rotate cleaning like deep cleaning the apartment so um the living room bathrooms um kitchen I think that's about it and then also we like rotate buying groceries so things that we share like butter or eggs um oil paper towels everything we either like split that between all of us or just um take turns buying those which I just feel like makes things easier a lot and um figuring out like who cleans what is really helpful since we live on the first floor so like making sure everyone's everything stays clean consistently is really important for us um but yeah I feel like that system works for us obviously it's different for everybody else and whatever works for um them is like totally fine it just depends on who you live with and like the lifestyles of your roommates and like um, how you guys get along. Like Tristan said, you don't have to be like best friends with the people that you live with in order to like get along with them and cohabitate, cohabitant, co-live, co-exist. Um, yes. Well, uh, I don't have too much input to add to this conversation because I don't have any roommates. Um, I have two pets and there's no negotiations for who cleans up what. I have to clean up. So uh, there's that. <laughs> awesome yeah my roommates actually when I first moved here I lived with two strangers and then as I've lived here the longest they've evolved like I've like my roommates have changed and now I'm friends with all of them um my one of my roommates I that was here she started kind of random but now we're pretty tight um we don't really delegate things per se we kind of just do things as we see them and luckily it works out now um and then we don't really have conflicts because we're all scared of confrontation. And so far, I don't think there's been anything to have conflicts about. Um, I think if we did have a conflict, we'd all just be passive aggressive for a while until it fizzled out. Not really sure. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that point. And then for communal stuff, we just, yeah, we just buy that as we see fit too. Like, I don't know. We really don't have a system. We're all chaotic. Um, but yeah, with that, our last question is, is anyone do, celebrating Halloween at all? Like I know during COVID it's like stressful and it might be harder to do, but does anyone have any fun, safe plans they'd like to talk about? Uh, I don't have any plans, but I guess I will share my company. They just sent me an email and they're buying me candy for Halloween. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I get to pick it out. Nice. Um, I was talking about this with everyone earlier, but my roommates and I are dressing up as a high school musical cast. So I'm going to be Troy. <laughs> and then um, we have a Gabriella, a Sharpay, and um, uh, Ryan. But costumes are not here yet. So it's going to be the Walmart version. It's fine. We're sitting on our couches and eating um, candy anyway. So it's not like anybody's going to see, but it'll be fun. So yeah. That's so cute. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really have plans. Uh, chances are I'm probably just hanging out with the roommates, play some Mario Kart. I've, I've gotten really good at Mario Kart, by the way. I mean, because that's basically all we do now. Like, we don't go out or anything. Um, so, I don't know why I needed to flex, but uh, just be aware. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically what we'll probably be doing this weekend. Uh, for me, I also don't really have any plans, being that there's a pandemic. Uh, I usually go uh, trick-or-treating every year. Um, but again, I don't know the safety around, you know, touching candy that other people will be touching and whatnot. So I don't think that's an option. 
you know, that's usually fun going with my family. So sad I won't be able to do that with my little cousins. Um, obviously, you know, can't do any type of parties or gatherings. Um, but <clears throat> what I was thinking is maybe I can go to like a restaurant or something nice to eat and go to a patio. And then, you know, just maybe like around Newberry or Boylston or something like that. So then I can at least look at or see Halloween decorations like on the streets, the lighting. Maybe they'll have, you know, again, just some type of decorations, ornaments, uh, art, for example, things like that. So that's maybe what I, I might just be doing around the Halloween time, just so I can feel the the uh, Halloween spirit, but nothing else really. Kind of to randomly jump in about Halloween decor, um, there are these like little mini pumpkins at like Trader Joe's. And every single time I go, I just think they're so cute and I can't stop buying them. So every single time I'll bring like five back home. So we literally have like 20 around the house for like no freaking reason. Like I have them lined up along my windowsill, but it's called Halloween spirit. So yeah, that's my flex. Have you guys, um, have you guys considered painting them? That's a good point. You know, that would be a good, that would be a fun Halloween activity this right. weekend, as a matter of fact. Definitely. Um, I, I, I painted one this past weekend with my brother um, and his girlfriend. She was the one who decided to do it. You know, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Um, but no, anyway. Bro, got you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, you got me, bro, oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I tried to make the Catan logo, but... Uh, you know, it's basically a sunrise. But whatever. I think that's a good idea, especially if you have so many. Very nice. I, I don't really have any plans for Halloween. I feel like I haven't, like, actually done anything for Halloween in a while. Like, obviously, it would only be once a year anyway, but I don't remember doing anything last year. Um, but, like, my roommates have some Halloween decorations, so we're, we're kind of in the spirit of Halloween. You can see I've got these glasses that I didn't previously have. Um, but yeah, that's the extent of my plans. And that was the final question. So unless anyone else has anything to add real quick, which if you do feel free to jump in, that's the end of this podcast. Um, thanks for participating panelists and thanks to the audience for watching. Thank you. Thanks. You guys are free to go if there's nothing else. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Take care. Happy Halloween. Well, I just thought there were like a lot of really great points that were brought up, like landlord communication and um, getting along with your roommates. And um, I feel like it, the initial part where we talked about our neighborhoods would also be really great for anybody who's listening if they are searching for off-campus apartments. And um, we're also always available for further questions as well. So...